Coming up on HIGMT, a refreshed Model S has been spotted on California roads, a refreshed Made in China Model Y gets the green light and Tesla has them available in huge numbers, and the Model Y rear-wheel drive standard range is now available, giving me heart palpitations. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of indeterminate length for Saturday, January 9th, 2021, episode 24 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. Lots of news this week regarding Tesla's planned refresh of their Model S and Model X. Currently, Tesla has shut down production for both models out of Fremont, but that did not stop people from spotting that refreshed Model S on tour around Palo Alto. The current iteration of Model S has not been updated since 2016, and with Tesla planning to release a plaid version of the sedan, a redesign would be required. According to TeslaAudio.com, the refreshed Model S has a wider body stance, an updated rear diffuser, and new wheels. The new wider stance has some to believe that this would be in preparation for the three-motor plaid version. In addition to what we're seeing on the streets, there's also clues embedded in Tesla's software pointing to possible new hardware. Electric.co has the article where Twitter user GreenTheOnly has found new code in Tesla's software called SXP2. This might be new code pointing towards a cabin-facing camera, the very same cameras that are currently available in the Model 3 and the Model Y. Elon previously mentioned that the need for cabin-facing cameras would have to do with the monitoring of passengers when the vehicle is in robo-taxi mode, a self-driving mode that permits the vehicle to pick up the, and deliver passengers without the driver even being present, thus providing the owner of the vehicle with a, an alternate source of income. So definitely check out the links in the show notes below. There's plenty of pictures of what we can expect from Tesla in 2021. Now, although the Model S and the Model X are not really in my uh, wheelhouse in terms of uh, obtaining a Tesla of some sort in the future, um, those two vehicles are way outside my price range. Uh, but this is more of a, an important step for Tesla to keep uh, reiterating their fleet as much as possible to not only keep up with customers' expectations, but also to stay ahead of the pack in terms of other electric vehicles that claim a better performance um, than the Tesla Model S and Model X. That It seems that Tesla is really uh, hell-bent on making sure that the 0 to 60 times and the range and the top speed, uh, those three metrics are basically unmatched uh, with respect to other vehicles in the EV space. So as soon as Porsche, uh, you know, they, uh, they have their EV and they're uh, touting the specifications of that EV to be uh, so much better than the Tesla. Well, Tesla just kind of turns around and says, okay, uh, thanks for the new benchmark. We're going to take that benchmark and we're going to blow it out of the water. So, uh, you know, this is a great step for Tesla to shut down production for 18 days and to re- um, I guess retool their production line so that the Model S and the Model X that are going to be produced this year are going to be uh, that much better than uh, those two models that were uh, previously uh, produced out of Fremont. So this is really great news. Uh, again, this is more in line with, I think, the way how Tesla operates. They are always uh, reiterating and refreshing their fleet as much as possible and you know, at the end of the day, you know, it gives them bragging rights over the competition, but it gives um, prospective buyers more bang for their dollar uh, whenever they're choosing an EV. So, uh, no, that's uh, it seems like it's really great news that uh, we're already starting to see 
refreshed Model S's out in the wild uh, around California. So I guess we'll see what happens when 2021 uh, keeps spooling along and we start to see actual refreshes or releases of those two particular models. And Tesla is not letting off the accelerator with the Model S and Model X refresh. iPhone in Canada.ca and others have noted this past week that Tesla has launched the Model Y in China, complete with a heated steering wheel, updated center console, and a HEPA filter for a biological weapons defense mode. The long-range Model Y starts at just under $340,000 or around $67,000 Canadian, and the performance version is just shy of $371,000, which is around uh, $73,000 Canadian. Minor changes are also noted with the Model Y launch in China, with wood trim extending to the front driver and passenger doors, and while the optional white interior is not currently available. Many uh, that are hoping that the updates in the Made in China Model Y trickle down to the Model Ys currently produced at Tesla's Fremont facility. Another story from iPhone in Canada.ca, which is indicating that Tesla has recently updated its superchargers map, which now shows a new list of upcoming Canadian locations. Of the 81 listed superchargers, half of them are indicated as new installations in Canada. Now, locally here in Ottawa, we have an upgraded version 3 supercharger just down the street from where I live, which is great news for me. But as I mentioned in episode 14, I would have thought that there would be more uh, V3 superchargers in Ottawa, but I suppose most simply just charge from home. The V3 supercharger can be found at 2135 Robertson Road, which is actually right in front of the Canadian Tire in Bell's Corners. This location will charge your Tesla up to 250 kilowatts and it has eight available stalls. So check out the link in the show notes to find the revised list of superchargers for your area, including new locations in the U.S. And again, this is really great news uh, for Tesla. They are currently not letting off uh, the accelerator in terms of establishing a charging network uh, within North America and actually uh, throughout the world. I think they have over 20,000 supercharging locations around the world, which is probably quite a bit more than their nearest competition. So um, it's great news. It gives uh, you know drivers more options whenever they're traveling to ensure that they're able to charge their Tesla in you know, a convenient manner. Uh, and especially with the V3 superchargers being made available, uh, not only going to be uh, that much more convenient, but it's actually going to be that much more faster to get your vehicle charged and get you back out on the road. So, uh, you know, that's great that the uh, supercharger down the street is uh, now a V3. I think it was previously a V1. I think it only charged up to 80 kilowatts. Uh, which is not a whole heck of a lot. So I'm glad to see that they've upgraded that uh, installation to 250 kilowatts. So uh, it'll be interesting to see just how many uh, local Teslas actually take advantage of that uh, supercharging location or if people just continue to charge at home, which I seem to think is probably more often than not. um, I think people are not going to use that supercharging uh, location as much as uh, say you are along a high a highway corridor where you have constant uh, streams of uh, Tesla's looking to charge. I think a lot of people here in town are actually more interested in charging from home. So, um, but anyways, like I said, you know that's that's something that's really positive that we actually have a V three uh, V three supercharger here in town. 
And in very exciting news this week, Tesla released the Model Y standard range rear-wheel drive variant for $56,290, which is around $13,700 less than the all-wheel drive long range that has been available for the past year. As noted on the iPhone in Canada website, the rear-wheel drive standard range Model Y has a 0 to 100 kilometers per hour time of 5.6 seconds and a top speed of 217 kilometers per hour, although I don't know why anyone actually need to go that fast, uh, and an estimated range of uh, 393 kilometers. Now this variant of the Model Y brings the barrier to entry to an electric vehicle to be very close to Ford's Mustang Mach-E, which has an estimated range of 355 kilometers, which is around 38 kilometers less than the standard range Model Y. For comparison, the Mach-E has an MSRP of $52,500 for their rear-wheel drive base model, which is around $3,800 less than the comparably equipped Model Y. There's also a seven seat option now available for an additional $4,000, but based on the pictures provided on Tesla's website, I suspect that only kids would find that space to be at all comfortable, seeing that there's hardly any space in the, in the third row for a passenger's legs. It should be noted that for Canadians, the federal incentive for EVs do not apply for the Model Y standard range since its base cost is still above the cutoff for the incentive program. Now, that being said, both Quebec and British Columbia both have provincial incentive programs that further reduce the expected cost of the Model Y standard range. Now, personally, uh, this would be the vehicle for me. It's slightly larger than the Model 3, and it gets my foot in the door with only an additional $4,700 over a similarly equipped Model 3. The 132-kilometer range hit over the long-range variant would be of concern for me if I drove extensively for long periods of time but, you know, that's simply not the case for our family. All of our trips are very short duration. I suspect that actually charging from home off of a 110 outlet uh, would actually suffice. So, yeah, this, uh, the standard range Model Y is very, very, very attractive. I'd be um, interested to see if Tesla would offer an all-wheel drive version of the standard range. Uh, but uh, let's see what happens uh, throughout this year and just how much of an uptick in sales um, Tesla is able to achieve with this, uh, with the release of the, uh, I was going to say slightly cheaper, but no, it's actually, you know, $13,000 cheaper than the uh, Model Y that has been uh, currently available for the last year. So this is actually really, really, really uh, exciting for people who don't necessarily want to get into a Model 3 such as myself but actually look at a Model Y as being um, a more uh, favorable uh, electric vehicle to try and get into so um, yeah this is this is really really exciting I think it was completely unexpected I hadn't heard anything uh, come across my news feed regarding a possible variant being released this week and sure enough, uh, Tesla released it, and my newsfeed just you know lit up like a like a wildfire with all sorts of articles being um, you know people talking about you know what this means for Tesla in terms of expected sales and uh, how people such as myself who are trying to get into um, the EV space with Tesla and trying to get into some sort of an SUV, it looks like that standard range Model Y is going to be extremely, extremely popular with, um, you know, people trying to get into that, 
into an EV of some sort from Tesla. So uh, I would not be surprised if it starts to cannibalize some of the sales of the Model 3, especially seeing that it's only $4,700 more than the Model 3. Now, of course, the standard range Model 3 has a little bit of a bump in terms of being uh, available for the uh, federal tax incentive program. I think it's $5,000 the feds will kick in if you get a Model 3, but it doesn't apply for a Model Y. So regardless of that, uh, the lack of the incentive program, I think that um, there's going to be a huge success in the standard range Model Y. It's going to be great. Great to see on the roads here in town. And uh, I guess we'll see what kind of an uptick in uh, stats that I see uh, over the next couple of months to see if there's an uptick in um, delivered Model Ys. And finally, thanks again to electric.co and insideevs.com. It would appear that the $25,000 EV from Tesla might be coming to us sooner than expected. Tesla recently broke ground at Gigafactory Shanghai for a phase three expansion of the already massive uh, manufacturing facility. Now, for those who are not aware, phase one at Gigafactory Shanghai was dedicated to the manufacturing of Model 3. Phase two, which actually finished construction uh, late last year is dedicated for the production of the Model Y and phase three would be in line with the release of the $25,000 made in China vehicle or as I am calling it the Model C which would utilize the new 4680 battery cell architecture. The possible production on the Model C is further indicated by leaked documents that has the expected cost of the vehicle coming out of Phase 3 to be around 160,000 won, which happens to convert to just under 25,000 US dollars. So there's lots of drone footage of the expanded area of construction at Gigafactory Shanghai, so be sure to bookmark the links and provided in the show notes below, and definitely uh, take the time to check out some of the uh, amazing work that Tesla is doing in China. And while we're talking about Gigafactories, we might as well take a look at the progress at Gigafactory Texas. And again, thanks to Jeff Roberts and Joe Tegmeyer for their daily drone footage. It would appear that the Megapad area is still very wet and muddy and, and it's got to be a generally a miserable place to work in. There is more structural steel being assembled for Building 1, again at a much slower pace than at Building 2. And what I thought was actually two separate buildings are actually one large building consisting of different building materials with structural steel and precast units being used. So my previously stated Buildings 2 and 3 are probably actually one building, so let's just call it, I don't know, Building 3 for now. Uh, but the way how things are, are actually progressing on site, I would not be surprised to see the entire Gigafactory is actually going to look like one very, very, very large building rather than uh, three separate buildings. The structural steel is progressing uh, further south and east and west, including uh, pouring concrete floors in the upper levels for building three. There are new concrete columns, uh, beams, and roof panels that are now in place at the south end of Building 3 as contractors are working their way north over the stamping plant. Geopier work is continuing, but I think most of it is actually going to be completed soon in the Megapad area. So I wonder if Tesla will actually be installing solar roof panels on the roof of this particular Gigafactory. Uh, the current roof area or the planned roof area is actually very, very, very large and very flat without any protrusions or any changes in elevation. So you could have a very large solar roof installation with actually uh, without any interruptions whatsoever. So um, I have to keep an eye on that. I'm wondering if Tesla will... 
uh, be pr not only producing vehicles out of Gigafactory Texas, but also uh, continue their uh, initiative for sustainable uh, energy production and storage uh, by basically bank blanketing the entire uh Gigafactory in Texas with uh, roof panels. I guess we'll have to see what the end product's going to be. So it should be really interesting. Well, that should pretty much do it for episode 24. If you're looking to purchase a Tesla and you want 1,000 free supercharging miles, you can feel free to use my referral program link in the show notes below or head on over to ts.la slash Matthew 40942. My current friend who used this uh, program link is Chatty. I don't have any new friends, according to Tesla, who have used the uh, referral program link. But again, you know, if you want a thousand free supercharging miles, it'd be greatly appreciated if you use uh, that uh, that referral program link in the show notes. And hashtag for this episode, uh, let's try hashtag Model Y Standard Range. And hashtag for this podcast is always hashtag HIGMT. And if you have any feedback for me, you can throw me an email at howigotmytesla at gmail.com. And you can always watch my progress by visiting howigotmytesla.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram by simply searching for How I Got My Tesla. So thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cubby. Cubby.